0: Give him a clap. Thank you, Lord. You know, we're just going to go straight into a little bit of... as I don't really feel to preach this morning. I really, that's not what I get. I really just want to wait on the Holy Spirit and move with Him. But I will share some little things that God has placed on my heart. We're in an amazing season in life we're in amazing times in history it doesn't you don't have to be an Einstein to look around and see what's going on I see also uh, as I spoke last week I said we're in the days of Elijah and the days of Elijah is always termed as a forerunner before Christ's return and I believe we are in the last days. And the scripture declares that for a while. And there is a battle between good and evil. And at the moment, there is an increase of a spiritual battle. And it says in scripture that the violent take it by force. And Janine shared something. I believe at the moment, there is a contending for. And we need to draw it out. We need to draw out revival from God. He's wanting us to draw it out. It's like where the says, draw out from the wells of salvation. Do you remember there was a lady? This is not, I'm, I'm not preaching, I'm just sharing this morning. There was a lady who had for 17 years an illness, tried everything. 17 years, she had an, uh, an issue and one day she saw Jesus she said if only if only i can touch the hem of his garment i'll be saved. i'll be healed if only willing to push through the crowd willing to push through the noise willing to push through the mocking the ridicule the accusations and everything else that would have happened to this poor woman the shame she was willing to push through because she had an issue a flow of blood and they were considered unclean and yet she says if only and she manages to push through I can only imagine she would have been a little bit shoved she might have had to crawl down get through the crowd, willing to crawl through the dirt, the rubbish and everything else. But yet, her destination and her focus was always Jesus. And she reaches him and something amazing happens. Jesus senses virtue had come out of him. Power had come out of him. And we know where Jesus says, somebody touched me. He goes, really, Jesus? You're kidding me, aren't you? There's a crowd all around you. He goes, no, 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 you don't get it. Someone reached out and drew from me the miracle. Drew from me the virtue, the power, that that which they were longing for. And they knew I was able to do it. And that's the season we're in. We have to draw it out. He's looking for hearts that will reach out. Linger enough. Linger longer to reach out and draw it. And the suddenly of God will come. That's the season we're in too. In the days of Elijah, as you know, there was a spirit of Jezebel. And the spirit of Jezebel, as I mentioned, is a controlling spirit last week. But the other thing that the spirit of Jezebel is against is the word of God and the prophetic word of God. It's against prophecy. It's against seasons and times. That's what we're up against at the moment. There's a battle. And the battles are won when you and I believe who God is and bring every thought captive. And now we don't battle against what flesh and blood, but what principalities. Even there was a time where Peter was talking to Jesus and he says to him, Far be it from me, Lord, that's not going to happen. And Jesus looks at Peter and goes, Get behind me, Satan. Wow. Because it didn't come from God. Get behind me, Satan. And at the moment when he said, Get behind me, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. I want to tell you, church, we're in a battle. But the victory is the Lord's. It belongs to Him and it is His. And we need to see it for what it is. And we're going to see the amazing things of God that come into place. Today's a day of Pentecost that we remember. And it was a feast of, it's called the Feast of Weeks or Shavuot. And it had mainly to do with the harvest And isn't it amazing that Jesus told the disciples what? To wait for the promise of the Father on this day. It was a day of thanksgiving. And we know when the law was given, I mentioned it previously, 3,000 people died. The Spirit is given on the day of Pentecost. 3,000 what? Souls live. The law kills, or the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life, liberty and life. We're in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit was poured out almost 2,000 years ago, whatever it might be, 2,000 years ago, it was the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. So you and I now can have what? The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The indwelling We're the anointed ones. So we too can be poured out. There is an indwelling and an outpouring. We're vessels, earthen vessels with such a treasure. If we only knew the treasure, who He is fully, if we'd really grasp. Jesus started His ministry when? When the Holy Spirit came upon Him. And I just love what the Father does. And this is so mind-blowing. And this is how we need to see ourselves. He says some amazing things. He says, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So you and I can grab that Scripture now and apply it to us. You and I, are the sons and daughters of God, whom God is well pleased because of what Jesus did. The Holy Spirit indwells in us. So we what? Become. We're a work in progress. He works the night shift as we've been singing. We can't do it without the Holy Spirit. His indwelling presence that changes us. So that way we go from glory to glory to become like Jesus. Actually the scripture even says to the fullness and stature of Jesus Christ. Our perception is so different. We need to start seeing ourselves through God's lens and not our lens or circumstances and what we face or what people say. Dismiss anything that is not of god or in the word of god because i trust the word of god every word and every dot and that's what we're to do father right now as we've been in a time of even fasting and praying (coughs) i pray israel i pray father god that they would be awakened that you pour out your spirit upon them in Jerusalem there, and in Israel. And Father God, that many would come to Christ in this season, in this Pentecost season. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to your word, it says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Father, you love that city, and you love that people. And I thank you that we've been grafted in, and that you and I are also now the beloved ones of God, Lord. I thank you for the day of Pentecost where your spirit was poured out on all flesh so your sons and daughters could have dreams and visions and prophecy would flow and all the things that Jesus did is able for us to have. As he was, so are we, the scripture says, So what He did, we can do. Whatever is in the Scripture, Father God, we have the petition and right Lord to reach out and grab it. You and I, each and every one of us. We're in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Jesus went so the Holy Spirit could come. So who do we need to yield to and submit to and listen to? The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. He is fully God. If you could turn with me to Acts chapter 2 as we did here, but I just want to point out some things this morning and then I just want to flow with some other stuff. They waited for the promise. <coughs> and in Acts chapter 2, as we heard Janina uh, share this morning, when the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were, they were all with what? One accord. There has to be one accord. There has to be unity. You must keep the bond of peace and the spirit of unity. There has to be unity. See, this. it's not my will, but your will be done. Remember Jesus in the garden when he started to sweat blood drops because of what he knew he was about to face father if if it's possible take this cup away from me if if it's possible father but then he says something amazing but not my will (coughs) but your will be done i think with each and every one of us We need to lay aside our will and say, not my will, but your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's not easy to do. Lay it down. He was sweating. Blood drops of sweat. Knowing what he was going to face. It's never an easy thing to lay down, lay aside your will, your ways, and take up God's will and God's ways. We need unity. And they're of one accord in where? One place. And suddenly, there's the suddenly. The suddenly came. Obedient to the promise, waiting. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. What was that sound? What did it sound like? Whoosh! whoosh. I, I, I really, what sound? But such a sound, so profound as of a rushing, mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I love that. Do you know why I love that? They were sitting. It's good for the Pentecostals to sometimes read that. <laughs> we like to be a little bit more jump up and down, and that's okay too. Come on. But they were sitting. And I love that because it's almost like even though they were, they'd were done what they needed to, they were praying, they were waiting, they were in unity, they were in one accord, and then they were sitting. And God says, okay, I'm going to show up to show you what I can do no matter what you're doing. Because you've done your part, now I'll do my part. And it says this, then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. So can you imagine? Just start to picture that. And I'm trying to think, what, what, does it, what would that divided tongue look like? On fire, ablaze. And they, they're all seeing it. All above their heads. Tongues of fire. Father, I pray that this morning that you'd send forth your Holy Spirit fire, that you would consume everything that's not of you and yet consume everything that is of you. That you would come like a fire this morning over our lives and burn the dross, burn that which is not of you, Lord, so we may be refined like gold, precious And shiny in your sight, Lord, of great worth and value. Come like a fire this morning upon each and every one of us. Fresh fire. And do what you need to do. We yield to you. We open our hearts to you. Burn away that which isn't of you this morning. Father, we surrender it all to you. In Jesus' name. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Some of you might say, well, they spoke in a language that everyone could understand, but they still spoke in an unknown language. I want to declare to you, they spoke in an unknown language that they did not know. Marvelous works of God. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused. <laughs> now, I'm there picturing, I'm thinking, for a multitude to gather, there must have been some noise. There must have been some tongues going loud and boisterous, at least 120 people on fire, declaring the wonderful works of God in an unknown language, and yet they could hear. They must have been so noisy, so loud so uncomfortable for everybody else that they gathered together. And we know it was only about 9 a.m. We know they weren't drunk. It was so noisy and loud. But yet, some people were confused. See, when you try and understand things in the natural mind, you're going to get confused. You want to try and work out things of the spirit with the natural mind, you're going to get confused. That's what happens. You can only discern things of the Spirit by the Spirit of God. That's why we need Him. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, not all these who speak Galileans... And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? And I'll just keep going on. So they're all amazed. I'll just go down to 12. So they're all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Sometimes things happen. And sometimes we can say, what could this mean? You know, we can have a dream, or a vision, or things happen within a church setting, or other time, and we just say, God, what do you say? Don't try and work it out. God, what do you say? Would you reveal? I don't get it at the moment. Maybe I don't understand it, but what do you say? Why do I say this? There's I believe there's going to be so amazing things. And when revival bursts out and when things of the Spirit start to take place, you might have somebody crying, you might have somebody laughing, somebody getting delivered, somebody getting healed. There are so many things happening because God will meet everyone at their point of need and the desire of their heart and granting that desire of their heart. And God is at work and moving. And you might need laughter. Somebody might need crying as they release but sometimes we accept where we go oh somebody's crying and we go oh they've been touched by God there's a release somebody laughs and it's like whoa why is that it doesn't even make sense are they both two emotions expressed from the same God who's given those emotions to us both tears that he captures and yet laughter which is a release of joy. I think, thank you, God. Bring it all. We want it all. Whatever it looks like. But don't get hung up. Don't get caught up just because you're not experiencing or maybe you're not being touched that way at the moment or maybe you're not open to it. Just ask God. And if you don't understand it, zip it. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And certainly don't sin against the Holy Spirit. That's another story there. I'll, I'll pause there. I just want us to be so open to the Holy Spirit. I don't want to do anything outside of Him. I, you know, Jesus said, only do what the Father does. Lord, whatever you say, let us say. Whatever you do, let us do. Whatever you want us to do, Father, let us do. We want what you want. Father, we know as we are led, the sons and daughters are led by the Holy Spirit. Father God, as the early disciples were, as the early Christians were, Lord. Father God, life started to flow. Salvation started to take place. Healings started to take place. Miracles started to take place. We want, we want so much to, to be the church of the book of Acts. But I want to say this, if we want to be the book of the church of Acts, we need to what? Do and experience what the church of the book of Acts was like and did. And we need to be open to the Holy Spirit. He might send you somewhere. Go go there and wait. And then he sends an angel for the next part of the mission. So the Holy Spirit told him to go somewhere, as we know, Philip. Then the angel comes and goes, that's what you're waiting for. Go up to the chariot, to the Ethiopian. It's being led by the Spirit of God. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of doing things that God doesn't want me to do. I only want to do what God wants me to do. And of course, it's according to his scripture. And as Janine said, everything is out of love. That's the measurement. Does it flow out of that place of love? So I pray that this morning, and I just want to go, sorry, I want to keep reading. Others, mocking, said they are full of new wine. So we have a few categories there. Some people were confused because they understand it with the natural mind. Then you'll always have the mockers. Get ready for it. It's part of life. I just want us to make us aware. There'll always be the mockers. It happened then. It happened to Jesus. It happened to the disciples. Are we exempt from mockery? I don't think so. There'll always be the mockers who resist, who want no part. And do you know what? The evidence will always be the fruit. The evidence will always be the power of God working through love and where you see life starting to take place and salvation starting to take place and healing starting to take place and the wondrous works of God starting to take place. That will always be the evidence, won't it? So don't worry about the mockers. They'll always be there. You don't need to... Start. You just say, God, you show them. You reveal yourself to them. You deal with them. Let God deal with who he needs to deal with. And we just need to do our part. And God will always do his part. Father, I just thank you. And even now, we want to pause and say, what what do you want us to do, Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, would you so come and touch every heart that you'd grant the revelation needed this morning to comprehend you, to be filled afresh with your Holy Spirit, where we've resisted, where we've hardened our hearts, where we've possibly mocked or ridiculed or possibly misunderstood. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, Would you make things right and bring the revelation needed because you are the spirit of truth and you speak truth and you teach us and you guide us and you're with us and you're for us and you're here this morning in our midst and you are speaking to individuals. You are speaking to many even now, restoring hope, restoring dreams, Restoring visions, restoring purpose and destiny. You're restoring marriages. You're restoring finances, Lord. Father God, you're restoring so many areas right now as we just yield and be aware and listen to that still, small voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Hiaramalehiarama. Huriki ti Mirikiha Tatarama. Hira Malehi Arama Huriki Tibirikiya Tatarama. Hi Ramalehi Arama Huriki Tirikiya Tatarama Rama Rama. Hi Church, if you pray in tongues or the Spirit, you know what? It's the day of Pentecost, we can do it. it's fine. I pray. Just just Gently start to just pray a little bit in the Spirit now. And just say where the Holy Spirit leads us. Just be mindful of those around you. So it's not about who does and who doesn't. But if you do, just encourage it. Hia rama le rama. Huriki timidiki atatarama. Hiya rama le rama. Hiya rama le rama. Huriki timidiki atatarama. Hiya rama le rama. Long, Lord, we even long for the days where somebody gives a word of knowledge, which we often do, Lord. But I long for the days, Lord, that I haven't heard for a while, when someone speaks in tongues and the interpretation is given. Father God, we're so hungry for more of you. We're so hungry for more of who you are, Lord. We want what you want, Lord. Father God, I pray that you would manifest yourself this morning in such a real way, Lord, that, Father God, you are undeniable in this place, that, Father, we will truly know that you are in our midst and we've encountered the living God, we've encountered the Holy Spirit who is amongst us this morning, revealing and speaking and ministering to each and every one of us this morning. Could I just get somebody on, whether it's keys or guitar, just uh, playing in the background just as I close? He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Father, I pray there's an increase. Of all the manifestations of the gifts and fruit of the Holy Spirit in this house. Give an increase, Lord. To the dreams and the visions. Give an increase that the prophetic would be so accurate, Lord. In this season, Lord. Give an increase to all that you are doing. All over the earth, Lord. To bring about, Lord, the revival, the awakening, the reform, the repair, the restoration that is so needed in this world, Lord. We're all broken people, Lord, in reality, in need of repair. You're the potter and we're the clay. And I pray that you would mold us this morning into the image that is you. That you would so bless us this morning and expand our territory. That everywhere we tread, Father God, we claim for you, Jesus Christ. That we be about your business. That we expand the kingdom of God this morning. That we reach out and draw out, Lord, from you whatever season we're in right now. And we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace. And joy in the Holy Spirit. So I pray that this morning this church would abound in righteousness. Would abound in peace. And would abound in joy. Because that's your kingdom. If righteousness, peace and joy is not abounding, it's not of your kingdom. It's simple. And we dismiss it and we reject it this morning. We embrace all that you are and all that you have. We bind, Lord, anything that is not of you in Jesus' name. And we release everything that is of you in Jesus' name, Lord. Father, you gave us the authority to bind and loose. And right now, I pray there's a release of heaven over this house. A release of heaven right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, would you come upon us and fill us afresh. Consume us with holy fire, Lord. And burn everything that's not of you this morning. So only what's left is you. Thank you, Lord. And Father, you love us too much. You love us too much to leave us where we're at. You want us to go from glory to glory. You want us to be your representatives, your ambassadors on this earth that carry the same anointing and unction and healing virtue that we're people of power and authority because the promise was we would receive power when the Holy Spirit would come upon us, Lord. Reinvigorate, Lord, all that you are, all that you promised, all that you've said within us, Lord, to a world that is hurting and broken, to a world that is so desperate in need of you, that, Father, I pray there is a dissatisfaction in each and every one of us, a holy discontent, if I can say that, of anything that's not of you. And I pray you'd start to draw people unto yourself. I pray for opportunities, divine opportunities, that we would be led by you to speak or say or do whatever it is you're asking us, Lord. For others on your behalf. I pray, Lord, those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Come, Holy Spirit. Church, would you just maybe raise your hands, just maybe get in a posture of receiving this morning. Just maybe get in a posture of raising your hands. Father, fill these children. Fill each and every person here with your Holy Spirit. Father, that these kids would be the next generation. Father God, that their greatest testimony would be that they stayed the course. Their greatest testimony is they didn't look to the left or the right. The greatest testimony is the testimony of you that they are your witnesses, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for them. And I pray for each and every one of us, Lord, this morning, that we lay aside any indifference. We lay aside every hurt, every disappointment, every offense. And we commit it to you, Lord. And we plead the blood of Jesus over it right now. We declare the blood of Jesus over it right now. And that you won the victory where you said, it is finished, Lord. And we know it is finished because you gave of your Holy Spirit. The promise, the gift, such a gift. And the promise isn't just to us, but to all those, to our family members, to our friends and to all those who the Lord God will call, to those who are far off, Lord. Right now, we say, draw them in, Lord. We pray for a, a souls Lord we pray for a harvest of souls in Jesus name break our heart for what breaks yours Lord let us look upon our fellow brothers and sisters in such a way of love let us look for those yet who do not know you with the same compassion that you had Lord let us look at them as people without a shepherd as sheep lost As people who have been blinded by the enemy. Oh Lord, do such a work in us. Fill us, fill us afresh. I believe the Lord is saying, I've heard your cry, I've heard your heart's cry. And you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will grant the desire of your heart because it's aligned to my heart. And you will see and you'll start to see the things you've been longing for. The things you've been praying for. The things you have believed in me for. Because you've sought me with all of your heart. And that your words... Match your actions. It's time. It's time to arise, Church. It's time to arise. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm going to share something. We are people of power and authority. We don't fully comprehend it sometimes. But sometimes the very words we speak when the anointing of God is on us with the authority and power, that things start to shift and take place. And there needs to be people who rise up now, right now in this season. You heard me last week say it's the era of the Holy Spirit, but it's been the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. But I've said of, of sound, of voice, and breath. And the enemy has tried to muzzle. Forget COVID right now. Don't, don't go, oh, forget COVID. And there's been such an attack on the prophetic. Because that's what the enemy wants to right now do. And if you remember the days of Elijah, what happened? Jezebel made a threat. And Elijah hid in a cave. See, the same thing. The enemy wants you to hide in a cave. Don't hide in a cave. (laughs) Rise up in the authority and power of God and start to rebuke. Yeah, Daniel. Did you want to share something, bro? Let's pray, church. I, I felt uh, we were gonna, I was going to get uh, some of us to pray, but church, why don't we pray? Just pray right now that God would bring about such a shift in His church. Let's pray that God brings about the harvest. Let's pray for a harvest, church. Can you do that? Could you pray? I've been praying a lot. You pray it. I'm not going to say anything. You pray right now. I'll just pray quietly without the mic. Just Pray. Janina, could you just come up with a worship team and sing maybe that Lord Send Revival, that new song as we're praying. We'll just, you know, that Lord Send Revival. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Just as, as they continue to pray, As we close with this song, could we get uh, some of the mothers this morning, some of the mothers, Bianca particularly felt the mothers to come and, and just anoint these kids, anoint this next generation, that they will be filled with the Spirit, baptized with the Spirit, and that they would start to see dreams and visions and hear God's voice so clearly, just like Samuel did at eight years of age. I'm sure it was eight. maybe if you, yeah thanks jen maybe if you build it not too loud but build it yeah just maybe stretch out your hand church bless what the lord's doing here <coughs> i Why don't we stand, church, for a little bit? Why don't we stand? Let's, yeah, let's stand. We've been comfortable for a while. Let's just stand for a little bit. Come on. Yeah, please, please stand. Everyone stand.